Welcome to the Yoga for Empaths podcast. My name is Tara Kaur and we're going to be diving into many different topics related to holistic health, the yoga lifestyle, energy healing, and so much more. So I invite you to bring your favorite cup of herbal tea, your journal, and create some space to relax. Let's begin. Blessings, beautiful people. Satnam. If you have some time right now just to sit back and relax, um, this is a really good opportunity just to close your eyes. Don't worry if you can't close your eyes or if you're doing other things. Just be connecting to the words and the vibrations right now. And take a moment just to center yourself. Close your eyes. Focusing on the point between your eyebrows, your point of intuition. And just take note of how your week was so far. How are you feeling right now in this very moment? How are you feeling? How was your day? How was your week? See what comes up within. And when you're ready, just scan your body for any parts of your body that are feeling heavy or feeling tension or stress and allow yourself to release any of those tensions and stress in your body. Take a moment to take a deep breath in, holding your breath right at the top. And when you're ready, exhale. Release everything. And slowly open up your eyes if you had them closed. And we're gonna talk about um, we're gonna talk about a lot of things today, actually. So this is gonna be uh, a half hour where we can reflect on your daily routines. So your typical weekday, for example where you're going about your daily routines. And one of the reasons it's so important to talk about daily routines is because, really speaking, our routines, and everyone has their routines in life, some are the same, some are similar, you know, everyone's got their different things that they choose. But our routines are a series of choices and habits that we have as a routine. So essentially, that's what the day is made up of. Different choices and habits put together and they, over time, become quite regular. And when we talk about daily routines, we're also talking about the 3D reality of life. So 3D reality of life in terms of um, energy, if you can call it energy, because everything is energy, is more to do with the the the, the more grounded energy in our, the more physical energy in our life. So the day-to-day -day things that we have to do. If you're into astrology, it would probably be more sixth house related things. So it's our daily routines, the mundane. Some people would say it's quite boring routines that we have to do, like washing up the dishes, 
cleaning our clothes, you know, just maintaining our daily life. And it's not always glamorous, but it has to be done. And this is very 3D energy. And the thing is, nowadays, especially when we're talking about our holistic health and spirituality, and in general, actually, in daily life, we are collecting so much information compared to even just 10 years ago. Think about the amount of things that we're consuming energy-wise um, in our environment, in the media, just the electric energy. I mean, you can feel it even if you're in the countryside. You know, I have many friends who don't live in cities and they still feel it because it's a collective energy that is moving quite rapidly now and it's literally in the air the energy is in the air and as empaths we feel it and yogi bhajan referring back to kundalini yoga he talks about as we move into the aquarian age we're becoming more sensory beings you know we're we're living at a at a time where we are con um we're having to integrate a lot of different things that maybe in the 1970s we wouldn't have had to or a generation ago even 10 years ago or five years ago we we wouldn't have had so much um, of that stuff um, energy to consume and to integrate into our system so we're learning to adapt um, and we're actually all becoming more aware and more empathic on some level and I feel like this is why the topic of being an empath has become so popular recently because more and more people, no matter what their background is, no matter if they're introvert or extrovert, because I've met a lot of empathic extroverts as well, it doesn't seem to fit a box anymore. That's one thing I'm noticing. Being an empath does not necessarily mean that you fit a certain box. And more of us are being aware of that energy and this energy that we're collecting is on a 5d level so it tends to be more of a higher chakra level where it's not something you can see or physically touch necessarily it's just something that you know you're consuming with your higher chakras um, some of it is good and some of it is quite challenging but still the amount of information inspiration and especially if you are on a holistic or spiritual journey, you're going to find that once you open up one door of um, a topic or an area that you're interested, you find yourself connecting to so many others. Everything is connected at the end of the day, especially when we're talking about our self journey and growing and evolving as human beings. And this is all 5D energy. So this is upper chakras. And when I'm working with clients, I notice, again, just very generally, of course, everyone's different, but people who are very sensitive tend to be much more in their upper space. So the key challenge is to bring that amazing energy that we're collecting in our upper chakras, bringing it down into the heart and then more into the grounding of the 3D world. So through our body becoming more of aware of our body, becoming more aware of our daily routines, becoming more aware of things to do with the physical reality, such as money, finances, actions related to creating projects in the physical world, all these things that 
seems sometimes like a big challenge, especially for a lot of creatives as well. I, I have a lot of clients who are in the creative industry um, and the business side of being a creative person, which is the lower chakras, tends to be quite a challenge. So I see this time and time again in different examples, how this integration of 5D into 3D, that bridging gap is the key thing, the key thing. And one way we can tackle it is through our own personal daily routines, taking full responsibility of our choices and habits every single day. So I want you to just go along with me as I take you through this visualization so that you can see what I'm trying to say in a probably a more visual way. So in this visualization, I want you to slowly in your mind right now, think about yourself entering a huge supermarket, like one of those big supermarket chains that has so many different aisles and each aisle it has so many different products and you have a shopping basket. I'm going to call it the spiritual shopping basket where you're entering the supermarket and you have so many choices, so many areas and you're going along these different aisles and each aisle in this visualization is going to represent a different area or different source of information that you're interested in. And as you're going through these aisles, you're picking up things that you like and you're putting it in your spiritual shopping basket. And this is the stuff that you're collecting. You're deciding, well, sometimes it's very subconscious, but you're picking up the things that inspire you, the ideas, the information, the knowledge, and you keep moving on and you keep finding things that you like and putting it in your spiritual shopping basket. And there comes a time where you have to head to the checkout. And in the checkout, you're going to have to scan everything that's in your basket and you're going to have to use your energy as a form of exchange in the real world money is a form of exchange so you would be using your money to pay for your things in your shopping cart but in this visualization we're talking about energy so in this case it would be having to use your time and your attention and your own energy in order to consume everything that you've had in that spiritual basket can you imagine the amount of things, the bulk of stuff that you would probably have in that basket? I know definitely in my own life, this is something that I constantly remind myself when I'm picking up so much information and I am a complete information junkie. I'll admit that. I'm st I realize that there's only so much time and attention and energy I have to actually integrate all of that into my life. So we have to ask ourselves, how much of the stuff we collect do we really want to carry into our daily life, to integrate it fully, to put our full attention, our awareness, our heart into actually using that information on a day-to-day -day life level? And how much of that stuff in the cart we don't need? And also how much of that stuff we can just let go of. We can allow it to just be that beautiful inspiration for that moment and then just set it free as an energy form and let it loose. And this is something that I find really helpful when I'm collecting information about any topic, any topic that I'm interested in. I'm always asking myself, 
am I going to be able to use that in my daily life? Especially when I have to put my attention, my energy and uh, yeah, my time into actually trying to integrate it. Because if some things are great in theory, you know, we can read a lot of different books and a lot of different things about holistic health and spirituality. But if we're not really integrating it and fully taking the time to process it through our time, our energy and our attention, then does it become useful for us? I don't know. I'll leave it out there for you to reflect on that. But I can only speak from my journey. I know that sometimes it's good to just sift or go through all of that stuff and literally make a list. You know, this is something I love to do and this is why I love writing because it turns all the information from 5D to 3D. When you take the time to write a list and actually say, okay, I'm going to be working on this today or I'm going to be working on this project this week and just bringing it down, pen and paper, black and white, seeing it right in front of you. And it becomes much more clearer. And then deciding how you're going to put this information into your daily life. And this is where this podcast is hopefully going to be useful because I'm going to share some very simple tips in how you can do this. And it doesn't have to be complicated. It sounds very complicated. But if you think about your normal day, there are many times... And there are many little spaces in between, in between tasks, in between actions that you can actually use uh, to, to, to really manage your energy and to recharge your energy. So let's just take a moment now. Again, if you can, close your eyes. If not, don't worry about it. Just tune into the words and see what comes up within. I want you to just take a moment to connect with your breath. And I want you to think about any day this week, any typical day this week, what you did. Starting from the very morning, from the minute you woke up, what was it like and how were you feeling? And just go through it in your mind, remembering slowly, slowly, especially the morning routines, what it was like. And as you're doing this, start to bring awareness to how you're feeling. Are you feeling stressed? Are you feeling relaxed? What's going on inside as you're going through your routine? And then slowly, if you want to, you can take this further down during the day, going through some of the routines that you normally do. And I invite you also to to write this down when you can. Write it down what a typical day's routine is like. Everything that you can remember, even the simplest things like making a coffee or buying a coffee before you go to the train or anything at all. Just small little things, choices and habits that you make every single day. Okay. When you're ready, you can open your eyes if you had them closed. And I want you to reflect on that morning of that day you were visualizing. 
And I want to mention this because the morning time, if you think of it every single day like a spiritual practice or yoga class, what do you do in the first, mm, I would say the first five minutes? Most of the time you start off with setting an intention. Well, if you start your day rushed, moving around, stressing out about what you have to do during the day, thinking about, I need to do this, I need to do that. Then that's the energy that you set throughout the day. Remember, energy flows where your attention goes. So if you're starting your f- the first minutes of your day in that state of mind, now's a really good time to change that routine. And I'm not saying you have to dedicate a whole hour or a long period of time in the morning for yourself. If you can, that would be great. But even just three minutes in the morning, maybe just taking a step back to reestablishing your morning routines so that the first minutes of the day, you're reclaiming them as yours. And some suggestions I would give is maybe to set your alarm clock just a little bit earlier. It doesn't have to be that early. It can be even just 15 minutes earlier so that you can lie in bed create that space for yourself, make some intentions for the day and just connect with your breath and get back into your body really slowly, just enjoying the feeling of returning back into your body in a nice relaxed way. And you can use that time for setting an intention, saying affirmations, maybe doing a very simple body scan like the one we did in an earlier podcast or even writing anything like gratitude or reminding yourself of anything that you're grateful for. Just taking those minutes to yourself makes a huge difference. It makes a huge difference because once you set that foundation for the rest of your day, then no matter what happens and life happens and a lot of stuff can go up and down sometimes, we're not always in control of everything, but at least you know you're in that space where your energy is set. You know, you've set your energy, whatever happens after that, you can handle it. You can always handle it, but this time you're much more grounded because you took the time to recharge your own energy. One thing I notice when I talk to clients, especially when it comes to the mindset of recharging your own energy and taking time out for yourself, one of the first things that they always say to me and I also catch myself saying this to myself, so I'll put my hands up for this, is that many times, especially empaths who are giving a lot of energy to other people, to their jobs, to other responsibilities and other roles in their life, sometimes taking time out for themselves doesn't feel very comfortable because I remember one client client saying that she felt like she should be doing something else, like she should be spending more time with her family or she should be doing more work. Basically, the time that she was having alone felt uncomfortable because she always felt like she should be doing something different. And that's the word should sometimes can really just rock the boat, especially when you're really just trying to enjoy yourself in that moment by yourself. And at that moment, 
that's when we have to realize that there has to be a mind shift in some way, a huge shift in the way we look and how we recharge our own energy. So recharging our own energy, if we have uh, energy recharged within us and we take responsibility for that because we can only take responsibility for our own energy and how we manage our energy, then we have more to give. So really speaking, spending time alone, recharging our own battery is an investment because you're able to give more to your family, to your friends, to your work, to your partner. You will again have a stronger foundation to work from. So when I say set the alarm clock just 15 minutes earlier, that's an investment. That's an investment time for yourself. Making a routine in the morning where you don't have to stress as much or you have at least three minutes to do a meditation. There are plenty of Kundalini yoga meditations that are only three minutes long. I will link them below and you can try them and it just makes all the difference. And practice trying to have that shift of your mind and the way you focus your energy from feeling that you should have to do something and instead remembering that this is an investment of your own energy to others as well, to yourself first and then to others. And it makes a huge difference. And then as you're going throughout your day, I want you to also think about all the little spaces in between things that you're doing that you can also use as time for yourself to recharge your own energy. For example, if you work in an office, let's say you have half an hour to eat lunch. Maybe in that half an hour you can get out of the office, even if it's just to sit in your car and eat your lunch in peace or be in a space that feels more relaxed and just focus on your breath and enjoy your food. Simple things like that. Think about your regular day and which spaces in your day you can just do very simple things that will make the difference such as and I'll make some more suggestions as well if you have time and you're um, doing something maybe just quickly return back to your breath no matter what you're doing throughout the day take a moment a random moment to connect back with your breath and tune into your breath and start breathing a little bit more deeply as you continue doing your daily routine or this is another good one. If you are walking from point A to point B, take that time and that walk to start focusing on your feet. And as you're focusing on your feet, be mindful of the ground underneath you. So basically you're taking the energy again from your upper chakras, bringing it down, grounding your energy and focusing on your breath and your feet together. So you can synchronize your breath and the movement of your feet, almost like a moving meditation as you're going through your daily life and heading to the direction or the place that you need to be. You can even use a mantra. This is one of my favorite things. Um, as I'm walking and striding along, use the mantra sa ta na ma. It's a beautiful mantra. Um, I'll link all the information below for that. You can use that when you're walking. So using any mantra you like and synchronizing it with your body. And this will bring you into a place where you're more present. 
again, just recharging your energy so that you're not always up above. You're actually in your body. You're more in your, you're literally in your feet, in your space, and starting to observe the world around you and recharging your own energy through this way. And another thing that consumes a lot of people's time, and I'm sure you're going to agree with this, is social media. I have to mention social media because it's part of everyone's daily routine these days. And I was going to a university recently. Um, I think it was just to pick up a book from something. And I was reminded of the times where I had to go on the computer in the university library and all the stress it caused me. You know, when you're finishing last minute assignments and you're on the computer and everything. So I thought, okay, let's look at these students and see what they're up to. So as I'm walking through this line of computers, I'm looking over people's shoulders and I'm starting to notice all the screens are exactly the same. And what was on the screen? Facebook. So the students were actually spending their whole lunch break on Facebook, which I found really funny because back in my day, we didn't have Facebook and we actually had to use the computers in the university's library. So yeah, that was that was way back in the day. And already you can see how we consume energy uh, very differently, you know. So when it comes to social media, think about how much time you spend on social media. And I'm not saying social media is bad. It's definitely got a lot of good points to it, but it can consume a lot of time. And another thing is, if you're not very conscious of the energy that you're picking up through your news feeds on social media, this can also have an effect on your energy. So think about what kind of regular news feeds you have on Facebook or any other platform. Do they inspire you? Do they drain your energy? Do they make you feel sad? What emotions come up regularly when you're on social media? And also, can you limit the time that you're on social media? It seems like everywhere I go now, even on public transport, um, everyone's on their phone, you know, no one's like present. So if you are choosing to use social media, make sure at least the energy that you're picking up from the people that you follow from the organizations or the companies or whatever it is that you like to have in your newsfeed, make sure that it's inspiring you, inspiring you and it's also charging up your own energy in some way or another. There's nothing worse than going on and reading newsfeed after newsfeed, update after update of bad news and gossip and stuff that maybe doesn't really enrich our energy as much as it could it could do and again I hold my hands up because I remember at one point I decided to unfollow a lot of different pages and a lot of different things that were just sharing bad news all the time um, because these things do have an effect on our energy on a daily basis and also psychology studies um, show this as well there's a lot of science and research based on this right now which is really interesting for me as a psychology student in the past so it's just is part of our lives but it's very important to be very conscious of how our energy is interacting with it and making sure that if it's part of our daily routines and our daily life it nourishes us it doesn't drain us it nourishes us 
And the last point I'd like to share is about the nighttime routine. So the nighttime routine, I'm a night person. I find it really hard in the morning, <laughs> which is especially good for anyone out there who is not a morning person to make sure that you have a morning routine. But the nighttime routine can be a different challenge because especially if you are more active in your mind during the nighttime like I am, switching off, like literally trying to switch off our mind because there's so much going on and we're picking up so much throughout the day can be a challenge. So I also invite you to spend some time changing up or switching some of the routines that you have at night, especially if it's very active, you know, and just trying to calm it down, trying to calm it down and set the intentions for the night to follow so you can return back to your sleep state in a much more calm way. And actually sleep is a very, even though it seems like you're not doing anything, there is a lot going on when we sleep. We recharge our own energies, we, our mind, uh, we connect to a lot of different energy levels and higher, higher beings and higher self. Um, so spending the last, I'd say, one hour or half an hour even before we go to sleep to just wind down, maybe set some intentions for our dreams because empaths tend to dream a lot generally. People who are highly sensitive tend to have very vivid dreams because of that um, upper chakra awareness and strength. Um, so you can actually use that time to be creative and do something that doesn't involve technology, that just involves you being creative and connecting back to yourself. And some suggestions for this would be to maybe have a journal, like a, a dream journal, where you can set some intentions before you go to sleep at night. And then in the morning, if you have any dreams, you can write down what dreams you had. And in time, you'll start to develop your connection with your dreams and that will be just part of your routine where you're using your sleep to recharge your own energy and also to connect deeper to yourself especially if there's some areas that you want to work with and I really recommend that we work a lot with the the, the uh, third eye before we go to sleep so any meditations related to the sixth chakra the third eye and intuition is fantastic for going to sleep so that you're opening up to the different realms as you go to sleep at night and you just allow everything to process within. And for an exercise that you can do until the next podcast, time seems to be passing really quickly when I'm talking through these podcasts, the next exercise I invite you to do is to see if any of these tips work for you you know, especially the morning routine. Try and focus on your morning routine. And if you can add any of the other tips from today's podcast, that's great. But see if you can change your, your morning routine so that you have space for yourself. So again, it doesn't have to be long. It can even just be 15 minutes before your regular waking up time um, to just relax to connect with yourself, to do something that nurtures your energy and setting an intention for your energy for the rest of the day. And maybe doing some meditation, you know, connecting with your breath on a deep level is fantastic. And if you really want to um, take it to the next level, 
I also invite you to explore the topic of sadhana. Sadhana is daily spiritual practice and this is for the yogis out there <laughs> who want to really deepen their practice. Between the hours of 4 and 7 a.m. in the morning, we call it the ambrosial time um, hours where I think it's to do with the, the angle of the sun and the earth. You know, this is the time where you can really work deeply with the subconscious. So if you choose a meditation or um, a kriya or a yoga sequence any, or anything creative as well, and you do it between those hours, um, especially for 40 days, you know, because 40 days creates a habit, positive habit. This can really almost have a really profound, deep effect on your subconscious mind. It can clear out a lot of the things that we've collected, especially on a really subconscious level and also related to fears as well. You know, um, this is a beautiful time to work on certain things that you feel have been blocking you, that have been um, something that you've been been fearful of doing especially if you want to get out of your comfort zone in any area of your life between four to seven o'clock is a beautiful time and again i will link below um some very easy simple uh, kundalini yoga kriyas that you can do for the morning um just to get into the flow of it of course this is optional this is for anyone out there who really just wants to go for it and make a full morning routine out of it and actually i notice one thing when i do wake up super early in the morning in order to do um, a meditation or my sadhana um, and yeah generally my sadhana then i actually have more energy usually i would think to myself okay if i wake up at that time i'm gonna be so tired throughout the day but i actually feel much more energized and this is coming from somebody who is not a morning person <laughs> yeah true story it's always like that for me so i invite you to explore i invite you to try any of these tips and i invite you to really observe and to take actions in your morning routine and see what comes up for you in the next seven days feel free to leave any feedback in the comments below have a look at the description section for uh, any extra links. I'll try and see what I can post on there to help you with these tips. So thank you for taking the time to listen. I really appreciate this and have a beautiful week ahead. Take care of yourselves. Sat now.